Greetings members old and new, and welcome back to the Possibility Department, your one-stop shop for the modern-day occultist. If you find yourself entertaining the possibilities of anything and everything when it comes to the great unknown, then this is the place for you. My name is Luciana and I'll be your host as we dive into what I like to call spiritual and psychological templates for living our lives, interpreting our lives, and creating change in our lives. Take what you like, toss what you don't, and remember that what we talk about on this podcast is just as far-fetched as the concept of any higher power. Alright, let's talk about some weird sh- Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Possibility Department Podcast. Thank you for being here. As you may know, my last episode was called What is Intuition, where I theorize and give my own personal opinions on what I think it is. Um, Everyone obviously has their own interpretations, which we will see later today. That episode was a tie-in to a private podcast episode, a secret podcast episode that I had on Patreon, available at the $5 level, and that episode was called The Weird and Messy Progression of Intuition, where I talk about my path with intuition, how it's presented itself, And so this episode here is the next installment in the series, if you will, uh, where I interviewed three people on their perception of intuition, their experiences with intuition. So I'm really excited about this episode because all three people uh, are returning to the podcast. I've interviewed all of them before. And this is more of a conversation about intuition than it is an interview. So I'm very excited for you to listen to it. Um, And then as a reminder, as with all of my interviews, any kind of uh, episode where I am talking to someone else, the video, if you prefer that, is always available on Patreon at the $5 level, level one, The Observer, as well as the 45, I think, episodes that I deleted from the public podcast. Those are all there, as well as the 36 episodes of The Occultist Journal, which is basically like my spiritual audio diary, if you will. (laughs) Uh, my spiritual audio journal where (laughs) I talk about my progressions and things that I'm noticing and what I'm learning and the spiral path, if you will. So if you're interested in that, that's all available at the $5 level along with this video and a bunch of other video interviews and my printable oracle cards, printable journaling pages. Um, Yeah, a lot. So if you have any interest in that, head on over. Today, I spoke with Joanna DeVoe, who identifies as a witch, and asked her about her perception of intuition. I spoke with Brittany Gash, who is a tarot reader and also has a very strong ancestor practice, and asked her about her interpretation. And I spoke with Christina Farella, who is an astrologer, and asked the same question. So, This was super interesting to get everyone's different take. Um, It just kind of solidifies that we're all very different and we all have different ways of communicating with either our subconscious or spirit, if you want to call it that, or God or whatever that mysterious force is that sometimes gives us guidance, whether it's our own brain or whether it's something that's way more mystical than that. We all have different ways of interpreting and using intuition in that sense. So I'm super excited for this one. I won't blabber on too much longer. The first interview 
quote, I'm doing air quotes for the new one video. The first interview up is uh, Joanna DeVoe, who is the host of the Hippie Witch podcast. That's available on all platforms if you want to look that up. She interviews a bunch of cool people. I'm a patron on her Patreon if you want to look into that. So the first interview is with Joanna DeVoe. We talk about channeling, which is really cool. We also talk about automatic writing. Um, and I do want to give a disclaimer in talking about automatic writing. I think I mentioned in the episode, it's something that I have done before. This is essentially where usually I'll set a timer for like 10 minutes and the rule is is that you have to keep writing. You can't stop writing for those 10 minutes or whatever it is. And typically some information comes out that maybe has been, you know, either pushed back down in your brain or sometimes it's um, what we would call maybe guidance, whether that's from your own mind or from something else, we don't know. I usually view it as a practice of uncovering information that is already within me. But I do want to give a disclaimer because we talk about automatic writing that I would encourage you not to do anything that you are afraid of. (laughs) So if automatic writing is something that scares you, I would say definitely don't do it. Also, we do talk about um, different templates and how they have helped us and how we haven't experienced anything dark or negative come through. As many people who dabble in the occult say that they do, that is just our individual experience. And I do want to give the disclaimer that occult work and spiritual work is never a replacement for a mental health professional. Never. So I just wanted to give those disclaimers before we get into this. It was a super cool conversation. So glad that Joanna took the time and said yes to come on. So I hope you enjoy this interview, air quotes, this conversation. Um, And without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode with Joanna DeVoe. Welcome back to the Possibility Department podcast. Joanna DeVoe, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for having me. I will get right to the burning question. I'm interviewing a couple of different people on the same exact question, which is, what is intuition to you? How does it present itself to you as a witch? What do you think it is? How does it work for you? I would say it does not present itself to me as a witch. I would say it's always been there. But one of the fun things about being a witch is you really lean into that. Right. you really like develop it and get some language around it. But I'm not great at listening to guidance and intuition. I have the most amazing guides. I channel. So I've been channeling. I really did it a lot in my 20s. I was a big channeler and I already had a relationship with spirit, but Mm -hmm. that was Jesus thing because I grew up in the church and I was I was in conversation with Jesus when I was a very little kid and that actually was not taught to us I just I don't know maybe that's just what humans do naturally like I was in a dialogue and so I wouldn't just pray I was just like talking to God all day long and then when I got into channeling in my 20s I think it was the same the same line of communication I was opening up and developing. And that is the same line of communication that I tap in today. And I mentioned that because when intuition presents itself to me, it's a feeling tone that is hard to describe to other people, but it's that same, I'm very familiar with that channel of energy, if that makes sense. And to me, it feels other Although I'm open to the possibility 
for the possibility department that it's just my it's just my higher self perhaps yeah. and maybe I can only receive this information if it feels like it's coming from another I have a very open mind about what this is but it's always super loving and it always seems to have my best interest in at heart I'm just a very fearful mistrusting person and so sometimes I'll get very clear guidance and I've gotten to the point now where I will acknowledge the no <laughs> like right. it'll be like do this thing and I'm like no that's too scary and it's like do it do it do it it does not give up on me it keeps urging me it keeps dropping hints and I can just be really stubborn but I've gotten to a place now where I'm like fine I'm just gonna like admit it and be in that space and be like, I am resisting spiritual guidance right now. Isn't this interesting? So that's something that I've been doing a lot this year because my guides or my intuition keeps saying, step to the edge. Mm -hmm. And for me, step to the edge means like surrender, get right up into the now present moment and let yourself be surprised. But I have plans. I'm a control freak. I find this very threatening. And yeah. so I acknowledge that that is probably the correct thing for me to do. And I have days where I can do it. And then days when they don't, I'm just very kind to myself. And I'm like, okay, I'm afraid. I'm just afraid. And that's why I'm not willing to go there. And uh, the way intuition presents itself to me is... <laughs> How much do you want to know? I don't know. I feel kind of weird talking about it because it's pretty out there, I have to say. Well, I, I think first, for listeners who may not know, what exactly do you mean when you say cha channeling? Um, so like, do you do it mostly via writing or how does it work for you? I started out with automatic writing. Uh-huh. And that's where you just kind of get into a meditative state and go. I right. started out on a big clunky dinosaur, one of those huge beige box computers. Oh <laughs> man. Loud, and when you touch the keyboard, <laughs> it's like click, 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 click. And yeah. a lot of weird nonsense would come through, like X, Y, Z, Y, 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 you know, just like mm -hmm. letters. But then if I relaxed and I kept relaxing, all of a sudden, no punctuation, you know, misspelled words, but like these messages started coming through and I could feel. An energy and I was like oh this is what is happening this is right so cool. yeah and and then I got to the point where I was just channeling without the automatic writing and when I channel I'm letting something I feel like this is a weird thing to talk about because I I know some people are scared of this but mm -hmm. I'm letting some energy enter into me and really use my body in a way yeah and what happens when, I can't believe I'm sharing this. I've talked about it before, but talking to someone else's audience makes me a little uncomfortable because I love my people and I know them and I trust them, but I know you and I trust you. So I'm going to go for it. Thank you. <laughs> um, now when I, it happens so fast. I've been doing this so long. If I sit down for like a three minute meditation, within seconds, this energy will start channeling through me because mm -hmm. it's a, a habit. I know how to get there. And what happens is it moves my body around. Yeah. It's something is moving me. 
Right. And so basically I become my own pendulum. So Ooh. instead of holding a pendulum, my guides will speak to me in this way. Like a yes is like, oh, it'll like push my body forward. Yes. 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 I'm like, this is stuff. And so I'm like alone in my room looking like a complete freak, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it'll like jerk my head to the side, which I know also that could be really scary for yeah. anybody in the exorcist or anything like that. But that is really what happens. And then when it's a no, it's just like a soft no, nothing happens. It's just like silence. And I'm like, okay, so that's not it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm in a dialogue. I'm just in a dialogue. And that is what channeling is for me. And this is, there's a tingling that happens at the very tippy top of my crown. And I feel an energy, like it's a, it's a pleasant feeling. It's a mm -hmm. pleasant tingling feeling. And I just know I'm just in and um, yeah. So there's that. And then there's other things I can talk about too, but I'll let you guide me. No, I, I love that. And I have done automatic writing and it is true that like it starts out as gibberish. Well, for me, for me, I feel like it starts out with like, this is what happened today. And this was the weather. And here's just like a bunch of random information. And then, you know, two pages deep, I'm just like, whoa, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny to me is it's often just not that original. It's like, you are loved, every, you know, like, <laughs> like okay it's just very gentle and loving and consistent and I'm wanting it to be like the lottery numbers are you know right yeah that, that's what that's what we all want I was talking I can't remember who I was talking to the other day where um this is like a whole series that I've been doing so I did a Patreon tie-in where I talk about like the progression of my intuition and then I did a public podcast called what is intuition and then this episode is going to be a, a tie-in to all of those but I've been kind of thinking of how my intuition has progressed and lately how I've had like these tiny little intuitive hits, but like none of them are as cool as I would have hoped. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you, you get, I don't know. I had like a dream that sort of predicted something, but the prediction was totally like not useful to me or my life at all. You know, it's like you have this idea that it's going to be like the super cool, like witchy thing. And sometimes it is, but for the most part, it's, it's kind of regular, I guess. I did have a moment that felt, do you want, I have a journal right there I can grab if, do you want me to yeah. share? But, okay, yes. hold on just a second. It's kind okay. of, just a second, I'll be back. This is hilarious because this is the front of this journal and I have to share this with you because I was a big Jesus nerd when I was a kid. <laughs> can you okay, for, for those of you who are on video, yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> It's a sticker of Jesus kind of poking through and he says, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally hilarious. And I don't know, I, I bought one for my sister and we just, we laughed like hysterically because yeah. <laughs> of our childhood. Okay, so in this struggle that I've been having and in the acknowledgement of it, this summer in particular with this step to the edge business. Right. Why? <laughs> it's like so scary. Um, I did, that was a really profound moment. The first time that message came through felt profound to me. And then it just keeps coming through and keeps coming through. And I don't think it's going to stop until I just live on the edge. You know, right. I have, I have my moments, but anyway, so I'm feeling 
where, where's my support system? I don't know who's gonna support me. Like, what if something goes wrong? And I was really deep in this channeling session and just very sloppily, nobody would ever be able to read this. This message came through and I think it's cool. It says, just let go. Let us take care of you. Let yourself be taken care of. We have always taken care of you. We are your family and you can never use our, lose our love. Oh. And I am not like a big ancestor work person, but I've had some interesting moments where I thought my tea party grandma was in my room with me hanging out that she sat on my bed because I had my bed dip down it was mm -hmm. terrifying. oh oh my god wow for me to have something in the room with me but it felt very like loving and nurturing and then also my biological dad who i know was so excited that i was on the way he used to yell down my mom's mouth like before he'd go to work he'd be like goodbye baby i'm going to work and i'll see you when i get home he was, he went missing when my mom was pregnant with me for a long time. And then they found that he had crashed with his dad. My dad and my grandpa died on a, in, in a small airplane. And so I've had some really strange moments too, where it felt like he was trying to come through. But again, I don't know why spirit guides why they're so persistent with me because I'm really not open to it <laughs> just like, maybe that's why <laughs> yeah, I don't know I just feel like is this a demon or is this really like you right. know Joe was my biological dad that was his name and that has tried to come through a few times but I was able to receive it, it when I saw that thing it was just tears like oh my god <laughs> Yeah, I have always had my back. Like you know, you you go through all these miracles of your life, and of course, I sometimes listen and follow the guidance. I'm not saying I'm a total brat, but the moments that I am being stubborn, I'm just unpacking that this year and acknowledging that. Yeah, well, I love that you bring that up because we talk about in the community in general, we talk about intuition so much, and you know how we need to follow it and just follow your intuition, but we rarely talk about. And it happens a lot. And we rarely talk about when we get the guidance and we don't follow it. And it happens so frequently, but we don't tend to talk about it publicly. I've talked about on the podcast before where I spent like a whole year getting like the same tarot cards over and over again. And it's like I kept getting the same ones because I wasn't acting on it. You know, I just kept getting the same advice and reshuffling and being like, no, it can't be. You know? <laughs> Is that how you access your intuition? Yes, I mean, through through the tarot. Um, and then also, I have been experimenting more with automatic writing. But mm -hmm. honestly, it usually comes in like an auditory form for me. I hear a lot. Like I hear a lot of like words and songs. I'll wake up with songs in my head that later have lyrics that make sense later in the day, just like strange little connections like that. But it is mostly I would say mostly auditory. And then just in the past year, I've gotten more like uh, visual cues as well. But that has been something that has sort of happened over time. I would say that most of mine is auditory, which I think you've had a lot of auditory um, cues as well. I think I remember hearing that in your podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. I For me, clear audience is for sure a thing. I'm just oriented that way anyway. I'm constantly mm -hmm. singing. My son is, my mom. We are just 
musical people. Music people, yeah. <laughs> My brain just thinks that way. So like, yes, a song will come in and it's ridiculously on point, but weirder, way weirder than that. And this has not happened a lot, but it has happened. Oh, I'm trying to be discreet here, even though this person did me very wrong and really was toxic and destroyed my life. <laughs> uh, I laugh just because I don't know, it's just so over the top, but I was in a relationship with someone and he was doing a lot of bad stuff that I had no idea was going on. It was like this secret underground life. And in his own words, in my ear, like he was just right here. We were in bed, like sleeping or he was sleeping. I heard him exactly explicitly tell me what he was doing in his own words. And then come to find out within two days, it was like to the letter exactly what had happened. And then I told him that and he was just shook. He was just like, how did you know all of this? I was like, you literally told me <laughs> I heard it. Yeah. Ear. And so there will be things like that. I'll hear someone else's just a voice tell yes. something. And again, I think there's a lot of fear around that. I think it's tempting, particularly if someone you don't know is talking about it, to be like, well, that sounds like a mental health issue. Right. Yeah. It's never been for me. It's not like there's all these voices I can't shut off. It's been in these really profound moments where I have to pay attention. And then prophetic dreams also have been like that for me. Like, this is very important. You have to get this message. So it'll come through in a dream and they always come true. It's super, it's not something that I would like open a business and start being like the prophetic dream lady because I can't control it. It just right, yeah. happens, you know? And then also I have the knowing. Just, yeah. That is very hard to explain. I just know things and I don't know why. Yeah. Well, my next question was going to be, was there ever a moment where intuition kind of swooped in and gave you knowledge that you needed and that, that story fits the bill perfectly? <laughs> and I do, I mean, I do resonate with that too. And I think it's something that, I think it happens easier with people who live together because you get on that person's wavelength. Yeah. Because I've, I've had that a lot with my partner where I'll turn around and be like, did you just say this? And he's like, no, but I was thinking it, you know? <laughs> And it's so creepy, but also very cool. And I think it's facilitated, especially when you know someone really well, or you're like living in the same space with them. It's almost like you can hear their thoughts and it does kind of jar you when it first starts happening. Cause you're like, am I going down a spiral that I'm not going to be able to come out from? Yeah. Yeah. It's a strange, when I was having mental health issues, a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, a lot of insomnia. I was very fascinated with this stuff. Like yeah. that I got into channeling and there was a very fine line of like, I just was constantly playing with this. I, one of the things I did is I would take like a deck of cards and like not look at what I was doing, shuffling them, but then like put one on top of the deck, on top of an armoire that I possibly, I just couldn't possibly see it. And then I'd go to bed and then wake up in the morning and all excited to see if like the card in my head was the car. Like I just did a lot of Ooh. weird. I was just, I see people, young people doing this. You get really obsessed with the occult sometimes when you're having mental health issues. Mm -hmm. You're looking for answers. You're yeah. looking for help, you know? And I just feel 
everything that ever came through for me was only ever loving and helpful and kind. And I just want to note that. I don't know if everyone has that experience, but that was my experience. And I think a lot of the warnings I see on the internet about this stuff are interesting because they're often tied to somebody's trying to sell a reading. <laughs> yes, a so lot of give that. you a lot of warnings about how dangerous this is and why you need them to do yep. it for you. And so I just points for those of us who've done it for ourselves and come through the other side feeling very healthy and strong and then you get to take those guides with you. Yeah, and I mean I agree. I can't speak obviously for everyone else's experience, but I've never gotten any kind of guidance that felt scary or bad in any way. And I have been experiencing recently, I did a workshop, I think it was on cord cutting. And so I went, you know, like searching the internet for like, oh, how do other people do cord cutting? And I found a lot of different articles that said like, oh, you should never like cut a cord by yourself. For those of you who aren't familiar, cutting the, the term cord cutting is used to sort of like energetically cut a cord between you and someone else that's draining you or a situation that's draining you or something like that. And so I found all of these articles saying it's super dangerous to do it by yourself. You should never do it by yourself. And when I went to click on them, they were, they were all trying to sell their spell work. You know, they were trying to say like, oh, but I can do it for you for the low price of $497. So that's until they tell you there's a curse and that you need to have the curse lifted. <laughs> moved from your head. Yeah. 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 Well, I will say I've had scary, scary things come through, but they were to my benefit. Like there were a few things that happened with my son and I acted on that. I won't hesitate if I think my son is in danger. And yeah. uh, there were a couple of predators in his life that one was circling around that I got rid of really quickly. And one had been in his life and, and was a family member, but I just followed that guidance and it's, you know, it was a really great thing. And then just kind of speaking about like the occult world, I had, there was this woman, I don't know why she got interested in me because she was really, she prided herself on being a very sophisticated, advanced occultist. Like being an occultist was her whole thing. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of got into just like a internet acquaintanceship. We weren't friends, but right. sometimes I would watch her videos or whatever. And she came to me in a dream. We were in a room and she was teaching me things that she knew and it did not feel good to me. And it felt dark, I guess, for lack of a better word. We don't really have new terminology for these words we're not supposed to say. So I'll just put that caveat out there. It felt dark. It felt not healthy. Yeah. And then what happened is the window flew open and I started against my will getting like sucked across the floor and out the window to where all this like scary stuff, like I could tell the dream was saying, you are getting into something you don't, you don't even want to go there. And yeah. I wasn't even super tempted. I was just like, kind of just chit chatting with this person online, but I just think my guides are like, do not engage nope. <laughs> anymore. So sometimes it's scary but also it's always good it's always taking me to a healthier place it's coming from that place of like a, a loving guidance so it's like showing you it's showing you possible outcomes and what may happen but like it's for your own good it's from that inner guidance is that kind of what you're saying yeah yeah so 
I mean, on that note, do you have any advice for anyone who's just starting out and doesn't know how to get in touch with this whole intuition thing? Probably nothing that's not a cliche. <laughs> the cliches are cliches for a reason. <laughs> I think the only thing you can do is test it because you are being guided. You are yeah. definitely being guided. You definitely have intuition. Probably the first step is to try to, and this could take years, separate out the voice of fear and conditioning from the voice of intuition because the voice of fear and conditioning is so compelling and it feels absolutely truthful. It's based on the facts of your life. It's based on the experiences of your life. It's based on the cause and effect of your life, you know? So that is super real and yeah. hard to deny. And it also has a big emotional charge to it. So learning to differentiate that between intuition, I think is probably the best first step. Because if you listen to this voice over here, it's probably not gonna hurt you unless you already are in a pattern of self-harm or making really bad choices. It's just gonna keep you where you are. And if you feel stuck or frustrated or like you keep attracting the same situations to yourself over and over again that you don't like, it's time to maybe listen to something else, a different, a different part of you. And everyone has intuition and it's different. Like read about the Claire's, like Claire audience we were talking about, like learn how it presents itself to you which you know, you know, like it, some a good journaling session where you're asking yourself, like, how does my intuition present itself to me? And then just kind of journaling about like little memories and things you can pick up on some clues. Yeah, it's in there. Well, that's great advice. Thank you so much for coming back on Joanna and taking the time. Where can we find you on the internet and access all your content and all that stuff? I am Joanna DeVoe everywhere you go everywhere <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i have pay i have a patreon community i host the hippie witch podcast which is where most people find me and then i also people don't understand this but i love twitter i really don't use social media except for twitter because i actually enjoy it and um just a note to those of you who are creating content online i feel like social media can be such a time suck and speaking of like being disconnected from your intuition it can really take you really far out away from your mission and what you're doing because you get into someone else's program and you get on that hamster wheel so it's great to just cut that all back and do only what really really speaks to you and what you genuinely enjoy because people can feel that and that for you is, is Twitter. That's like your social media of choice. <laughs> yeah. I love podcasting. I love Twitter. I love my patrons and that's about it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Joanna. It was a pleasure to have you back on. Thank you. Thank you, Luciana. This was fun. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Joanna. Next up, we have our conversation on intuition with Brittany Gash, who is a tarot reader and an intuitive marketing consultant. Brittany, I've gotten several tarot readings from her. They're always amazing, especially when you're getting into a rut with your own intuition and you feel like your intuition's maybe been 
switched off for a little bit and you need some help turning it back on, um, she's great at giving the kind of readings that tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear to sort of propel you into that next stage. Um, and she still delivers them very gently, but you get the information that you truly need to propel you forward. So she's an amazing tarot reader. And I've also gotten intuitive marketing consulting from Brittany. She is a marketing professional. She can look at your website, your newsletters, and tell you right away what you need to do. It's such valuable information for someone who is running a small business by themselves. I mean, I, I can't imagine the past year running my business without Brittany, to be honest. So I'm super excited for you to hear this one as well. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this portion of the episode with Brittany Gash. Welcome to the Possibility Department podcast. Brittany Gash, welcome back. Hi, thanks for having me again. You're the first guest that we're going to have back on the podcast for a second time. So super excited to talk to you and uh, I'll get right to it. What is intuition to you as a tarot reader, as an intuitive person? How has it presented itself to you? Um, for me, I feel like intuition is, um, I feel like it's an instinct. It's instinctual, but I feel like it's something that we've kind of forgotten about. I feel like it's kind of that inner voice that kind of warns us, that tells us if we're safe or not. Um, and I feel like it's, um, just something that is innate within us. I mean, we do know there's a lot of science behind, right? Gut feelings and hunches. Um, and I kind of love that about like just us as humans that there are ways that our body tells us, you know, like goosebumps and yeah, shit, yeah. right, all that stuff. So for me, I feel like intuition is really connected to our body physically, but, um, and it's just part of us. It's an instinctual thing, but I feel like we've forgotten that as like life has become easier, right? Mm -hmm. We're not like prey anymore you know we don't have to look out for the saber-toothed tiger or whatever you know? right yeah <laughs> yeah so I feel like it's something that we've forgotten and I think for me now my process of trying to reconnect to intuition is really trying to reconnect to those parts of myself that talk to me and give me clues about just how to navigate life yeah um, you know I definitely feel like there are um also parts of intuition that can be connected to I guess I don't know our higher power or um to get really woo like I think that you know when when I at least receive like tarot messages from um like my spirit guides or ancestors that I feel like they're helping me to get those answers through my intuition mm -hmm. so like that's how they kind of could connect with me um in some ways but yeah I really feel like intuition really is just our own deep knowing it's our knowledge it's how uh it's a physical reaction as well as a mental reaction and it's definitely um something that is part of us and within us but that we at least in 2021 have kind of forgotten how to use and I think uh, my process at least is just trying to reconnect with that constantly and listening to myself yeah, I, I love how you connected it sort of to like the instincts and the senses and how maybe it's something that we needed and we've forgotten. It reminds me of, um, you know, those those videos and images you see of animals in the wild and all how they all will go take cover before it rains. Right. And there's no clouds or anything like that. Like it's sunny, but they can feel yeah. it somehow. They yeah. know that it's about to rain, that it's about to storm before there's any sign of it. Yeah. Um, so I like the idea of it sort of being connected to our senses and, you know, just feeling, feeling kind of almost like micro sensations in our body. And maybe we're so 
far removed from that now because we're so often not present in our bodies. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Totally. I mean, I do think that. And I also feel like, I mean, we have, our brains have the ability to kind of read clues, to recognize things. There's so much happening within us unconsciously too, with like you pass someone with a green shirt and then there's another person with a green shirt. And then at some point you realize, I think I've seen that person before, but yeah, it's because your brain is connecting the dots to like that color of that shirt or that person that you've seen seven times when you're at the mall, right? Because you guys keep crossing each other's paths. And I do think that intuition is, is a very much a subconscious thing as well. It's physical. It's a subconscious thing, but there's something in us that really, there's all the signs in the world, all these things that happen. And then sometimes we're put in a situation where we have to reconnect those dots. And then it's like a light bulb, like, oh, I think I need to be doing this thing. Right. All of these things telling me that I need to go in this direction. I need to do that thing, you know? So yeah, it's definitely, you know, I'm, I'm also kind of the possibility department. I love science as well as magic. And I think that science is just magic, right? And right. Um, and so I kind of feel like, you know, there is definitely the woo aspects of intuition that is messages from a beyond, but also like, I really think the majority of it, 90% of that is just us and ourselves, like talking to ourselves or communicating with ourselves, like unconsciously. Yeah. And I guess making, coming to conclusions in what seems like a, a non-linear way, you know what I mean? Like asking yourself, well, why did I think that? Why do I want to go do this yeah. right now? But it's your intuition, like you said, kind of in the background connecting dots for you. And it has all of this processed information that it's taken in over the years. And so it might seem non-linear to you in the moment, but it is information that you had stored back there. It's just kind of on a subconscious level. So I really love that. So how does it present itself to you is it like a visual thing an auditory thing how does it come through for you um I think it's a variety of things when I'm reading specifically for tarot so when I read for tarot it really is just a connection with the skulls and the numbers and the colors and how what does that connect for me how do I connect those because um I'm also kind of an intuitive reader so I don't always go with the traditional meaning of the cards for example I'll really just kind of look at like what is the pattern saying to me and kind of connecting with what I already know and how I perceive the world and how I perceive a symbol and how does that connect with the reading that I'm giving. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, <laughs> but also too, like in weird ways too, I think, um, you know, the more I talk about like how we connect our subconscious clues, um, I think I might've told you about this. Um, at one point I was really just worried about a project that I'm working on, just so worried about that and life and coronavirus and all these things. And I, without connecting the dots, I had been getting all of these like intuitive messages, but like ignoring them, you know, as we do, do, Um, because I think there's this part of us that says, no, don't trust it you're overthinking it, right? There's like parts of society or if we're women, right? We're told like, you're just being paranoid. You're overthinking things. Hysterical, like, yeah. Hysterical, yeah. You, you you can't trust what you're saying. Like, or maybe you're just being too harsh. Like, don't be so harsh about things. And so, and then I really think at one point, like six different things lined up. Like um, I saw... Uh, for me, like one of my symbols that I respond to is a specific type of bird. So I saw the bird and then why was, and I don't like birds. 
It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was put in an uncomfortable situation with all these birds. And then um, I got a song message. And then I had like a glitch happen with my phone that has only ever happened to me once. And it was a very like my, my phone, my camera out of nowhere starts taking like burst shots, like 100 shots oh. at once. I'm like, that has only happened to me once at the cemetery when I went to visit my grandparents. And then it happened that other time. Yeah. And it was like, that happened. My camera went bananas. Like, um, my phone started acting weird. My, 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 the music um, that I was playing, the specific song on loop kept playing like the beginning intro, which was bird sound. And it's all these other things. And I kept connecting those dots. And this is the really rude part. Like this goes beyond just like, you know, a gut feeling. And this was more of like, something is trying to tell me something or I need to, I need to gather some information from all of this. And how does it make me feel? And all of these messages I'm receiving is about safety. You're safe. You're going to be okay. Uh, You're working hard and that is being recognized. So I really feel like um, it's really just, again, it's like that subconscious, but really connecting the dots and really being like, what is out there? What's being told to me? You know, it's kind of like that feeling, like how many times have I like gotten a feeling about a person? You know, sometimes, right, when you're young, like you're right out of like high school and you go to a party and there's that one person you're like, this person is not right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, even at that level, like so many times I feel like it kind of has kept me out of really bad situations by recognizing when like this person, I'm, I'm like, this person isn't acting right or this weird thing happened to this other person and something else happened and I just feel funky. I need to go home. Right. You know, trusting that. And I feel like those just those at that level has really been helpful for me to understand, like, no, we can trust how we feel we can. But we have to acknowledge the sign. So I think right now I'm I'm still in the process of working to making sure that I acknowledge what I'm seeing and what I know to be true and trying to trust that. Yeah. So much of, of intuition is kind of listening. I think in one of yeah. my podcasts, I said that it's kind of like watching, watching your brain like it's a TV. Instead of just letting, you know, instead of just letting thoughts come in and out and, you know, audio bits or depending on, you know, if you're a clear audience, you might hear more stuff or if you're visual, you might see it. But to sort of watch your brain as if it's a television set, you know, and and like, hmm, why did that come up, you know, and start questioning, which is hard because there's a lot in there. But um, I I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing yeah. your insights. Um, and where can we find you? And what are you doing lately? What are you up to? Yeah. Um, well, I'm still offering tarot readings. Um, and I'm also an intuitive marketing consultant. So um, I put together marketing plans that are really based on intuition. They also incorporate uh, your spiritual or wellness practices, as well as help you to use actual traditional marketing tools and kind of smush those all together so that the plan feels better, it feels safe, it feels comfortable, and you can really be proud of the plan that you're doing. Um, I'm on the website. The website is <laughs> uh, BrittanyGash.com. And I'm also on Instagram at BG Intuitive Marketing. And yeah, that's how you can find me if you're interested. Okay. Well, everything will be linked below, whether you're watching the video on Patreon or listening to the podcast. And I've personally gotten tarot readings and marketing consulting from Brittany both, and they were both fabulous. So I cannot, I cannot recommend more highly her services. So thank you so much for coming back to the podcast, Brittany. 
Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Brittany Gash. Make sure you run over to her website and look at all the wonderful things that she is offering. Next up, last and certainly not least, we have astrologer Christina Farella. Christina was the first person I interviewed on this podcast. I'm a patron on her Patreon. I love the way she presents astrology, talks about astrology, interprets astrology. She infuses art and poetry and beauty, and it's just such a juicy form of astrological content. So I was super excited to have her back on to talk about intuition. Uh, I think you're going to love this one. Best way to end this awesome podcast. Thank you so much for listening to all of these stories. And I hope you enjoy this conversation with Christina Farella. Welcome back to the podcast, Christina Farella. So glad to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, I'm not going to beat around the bush. What is your take on intuition? How does it present itself to you? How does it work for you as an astrologer? What do you think it is? Yeah, such a great question. And having like had the opportunity to even sit and think this through for the past couple of days has been kind of wonderful because it's like, oh, what is my definition of this? Like, I don't really know, even though we're always kind of working with it. So right. here's, you know, right? Like, it's like, oh, it's this nebulous thing, but um, to try to get your arms around it is kind of a cool exercise. So yeah, thanks for the question. Um, this is kind of what I, what I landed on. I feel like in my life, you know, and in my practice, intuition can be defined like intellectually, I'm a Virgo, uh, we can define it as like, you know, this kind of knowing that happens spontaneously. So it happens without relying on logic or reasoning, right? That's kind of like the first part of it. Um, but the conclusions that we arrive at through intuition are still kind of logical, right? They're synchronistic. They're like actually the perfect fit for the problem that we were trying to solve. And so, you know, it's this weird experience of bypassing observation or bypassing logic, but still arriving at like the perfect answer or the perfect sign or the perfect choice. So, you know, that's kind of like the surface level definition that I can kind of come up with. Um, but for me personally, I think that I can deepen that definition by saying that intuition is something that arrives or is accessible when we are tapped into or open to or like in collaboration um, with the collective creative consciousness. So, mm. you know, yeah, that's kind of like my- I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, like intuitive insight is definitely going to be delivered to us when we're kind of working in concert with the macrocosm, right? So like the greater intelligence or the cosmos or something like that, like as an astrologer, I believe in that inherent link between microcosm and macrocosm, right? As above, so below kind of style. Um, and so, you know, knowing that, um, I guess an example of this could be simply being aware of the astrological transits, right? From an astrologer's point of view, um, being aware of the transits for the collective and making choices in accordance with those rhythms, right? Usually I think we're kind of shown a path when we are moving in alignment with these greater energetic cycles and pushes. So yeah, that's, that's how I would answer that question. I love that. Well, how does it how does it present itself to you personally then? Do you have like any intuition 
stories or any moments that stick out where it's like that was an intuitive hit? I, so like, I, it's such a hard question to answer. I have the planet Neptune on my ascendant and I'm always kind of like awash in this weird, like dreamy space. <laughs> so I, so your whole life is intuition. Is that kind of what you're saying? Like, yes. And so, you know, like it, in like a mundane way, like, I think I receive intuitive hits all the time in the form of like, you know, repeating, repeating numbers that you see that are particular or like seeing particular familiars, like different creatures at particular times when you're having a specific thought. If I'm on a walk and wondering what to do about a situation and I see like a sparrow, I'm like, oh, that's, you know, the answer to my question based on my own like intuitive symbology, which is not super helpful to other people, but I think it's an example of how it can work. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think that what that does is like, it lets me also remember that I'm not alone in the process of making decisions or, you know, choosing paths or reaching out to particular people. Um, so like when I was thinking about these questions of intuition, the most important kind of thing that kept coming up was like this relationship between intuition and using our intuition and trusting ourselves, right? Which is like very difficult to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're told in so many ways that we are not to trust this kind of, you know, this sense that is not relying on like data or logic or numbers or whatever. And like, yes, we use data and logic and numbers for all kinds of important things. I'm not disparaging that, but, you know, this kind of divine connection to other energies has been like banished from our cultural conversation. So I feel like witches and you know, astrologers, tarot readers, we're all here to kind of recuperate that. So, you know, learning to work with your own intuition is also an exercise in learning how to trust your own signals and your own body and, you know, your own feelings. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I feel about these things. Yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, this might be a selfish question, but do you feel as an astrologer that intuition kind of fills in the blanks for you in certain areas does that question make sense like you're looking at someone's chart and maybe you don't see what you would expect to see but intuition kind of swoops in does that yeah, you know, yeah no not a selfish question at all it's okay. a great <laughs> like, I think that so the answer is yes and no and this mm -hmm. is why um somebody who is coming to me for astrology guidance um, you know, I'm going to stick really strictly to their chart and to what I see in front of me with my like, you know, education and like delineating things appropriately. If I do get an intuitive hit, I feel like it's not my role to say, oh, you're this way because of this. I right. always like to say, you know, I'm getting a sense that this particular thing is a theme. How does this show up in your own life? And then my client can share with me whether or not that's a resonant hit. So I kind of use it as like a, like a, a way, a way maker, but a compass, you know, in a sessions. Yeah. It's like a compass, but what's always most important. It's not like, you know, if I was reading for someone and I got like a, an intuitive hit of something like dark or something kind of, you know, anxiety inducing, I wouldn't say to someone, Oh, see something in, in your future you know <laughs> yeah. never we no, we have ethics um yes. so but yeah no so if I can share like a story a brief like little mythic story yes, please um yeah and this is in the beginning of the book the eagle and the lark um which is a predictive astrology book 
um, by Bernadette Brady, who's like an elder astrologer in the field. And the story of the eagle and the lark is very cute. The lark is the, this like artistic bird and he wants to um, sing really, you know, a beautiful song to the gods and he needs to fly really high up in order to reach the gods so that they can hear him. But he's really small and he can't get all the way up there, right? So he sees the eagle flying really high up in the sky and the eagle is associated with logic and power and like perspective. Um, that's just the symbolism of that bird. And so he says to the eagle, like, you know, I have this song to sing, but I can't get there. Can you take me? And the eagle's like, okay. So they fly up together, the lark riding the eagle. And then when they finally get up to this apex of the sky, I think the lark gets to sing its song to the gods and the gods are happy. So the whole point of that is that like in astrology, we're kind of using both the eagle and the lark. I just love this metaphor. We're using our rational like senses of observation, but then we also do get to make these larks. Like we go out on a lark, we make a guess, we kind of posit something. So, you know, I think that that's like a lovely little metaphor for the way that these things can blend together really prettily. I love that. That was beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I've never heard that story. I love that. Well, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to to come back onto the podcast. And I would love if you could let listeners know like what you're up to, um, where we can find you. I know you have a new deck. If you could tell us about that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me back. It's, it's just like a pleasure to chat with you and um, share some space over the internet. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, I am a practicing astrologer. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is eighth house astro it's all spelled out um and what's new i have my community uh project which is called the astral arcade um and there's all different ways of joining there are five different tiers um basically the lowest level gets you access to all of my writings so monthly horoscopes weekly celestial updates um invitations to moon meetings which are held on the full and new moons and i give a little presentation, read everybody's chart and do a guided meditation exercise to connect with the energy of that moment. Um, and there's, you know, opportunities to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, all these great things that, that go on in the Astral Arcade. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and yeah, I co-authored the guidebook for the Celestial Bodies Oracle which is a new astrology and numerology themed oracle deck from um, Serpent Fire. So that artist has made like the She-Wolf Tarot and the Serpent Fire Tarot. And um, those decks are really, really beautiful. So I'm very proud of that project as well. And it's finally available and out now. Well, amazing. That will all be linked below for anyone watching on Patreon or listening on the podcast. I myself am a patron of Christina's. I highly recommend it. So I hope to see you all over there. And thank you again so much for coming on, Christina. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you for following this super long podcast. Thank you for listening to all of these intuitive stories. Thank you for sticking around and supporting the possibility department. I'm super grateful for you. If you enjoy this podcast, please, please, please be sure to leave a review. It really helps me get seen. And if you like to support 
support my content, consider becoming a patron over on Patreon for $5 a month. Like I said, you get access to all of my video interviews, the 45-ish, I think, um, deleted episodes that used to be part of this public podcast, but I deleted them, and another 36 episodes of the Occultist Journal, which like I said, is kind of like my spiritual audio journal, as well as my uh, printable library, printable oracle cards, printable journaling pages, uh, and just get to be a part of the community. So yeah, I hope to see you over there. Thank you so much for sticking around and stay mysterious. <laughs>